Welcome to the Blue Collar Nation podcast, the podcast dedicated to making the lives of blue collar business owners better. Before we start the show, may we ask you for a quick favor. Eric and Larry work very hard at delivering the best free content possible. Please help them out by going to iTunes and subscribing, and please leave them a five-star review. Also, feel free to share the podcast with your friends and peers. Now, on to the show. Well, hello, everybody. This is Larry, and I'm here on the Blue Collar Nation podcast with my laughing business partner, the intrepid tech whisperer, Mr. Sprague. What are you laughing at? I'm driving you crazy with tons of quotes from the movie Elf. This is going to be the Christmas episode, and we hope everybody's going to enjoy our frivolity today because we've got a lot of it. I can't stop a bunch of things that we're going to go over. We should have Eric's record. a big fan of Elf. We should have been hit 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Keep smiling. Smiling smiles, is my smiles my favorite. Yeah, make work. Make work your favorite. <laughs> so anyway, this podcast, the Blue Collar Nation podcast, is sponsored by Morning Tech Meeting. And Morning Tech Meeting is some is a course lessons that the Tech Whisperer gives for your technicians so they become super techs. And what I was reading about the other day in the Seth Godin book the other day was. Uh, about status and our clients and ourselves were not worried about our status as the business owner and the entrepreneur versus the status of the technicians. I think many, what, what do you mean by that? So your status as an owner is you're the owner, you're the entrepreneur, you are up here, your status is up here. Right. And you have your technician who is a little bit lower and they do the technical work. And that's the perceived. So you're saying that they, we spend no time worrying about our status because it's implied because we own it. And therefore, they spend a lot more time kind of worrying about where they are in the pecking order. Is no, that- no. I, no, what I'm saying is we weren't worried about lowering our status to increase the technician status as oh. we educated them and trained yeah. them. No. So the status of the technician would come up and our status would drop because we'd have to give them responsibility and ownership so they would be able to do their job better and make decisions no. on the fly. Totally good with that. And I think that many, and what we found actually, many blue-collar service owners didn't want to yeah. didn't want to lose their status and have their techs come up. They wanted their status much higher and that's a mindset. Well, that's diff- the, I've talked about it before, Larry. That's the hero and the victim thing. Yeah. And they have to, you have to get re- be ready to release some of your status to your technicians and teach them different skills than technical skills. And that's pretty much what Morning Tech Meeting does. We teach personal development. Who teaches their technicians personal development? All the things that we've learned. You know who does? You people, do. people who don't want to be a slave to their business that want it to grow and they get to go do other things. Howard Parsons quote, very cool. Yeah. Um, we learn from the best. And we teach in-home behavior, specific in-home behavior. You teach it to them every single Monday, Tuesday, I'm sorry, every single Tuesday, in-home behavior. And then we teach them the disc. Who's teaching their guys disc? I mean, there me. are some people. Me. But, yeah. <laughs> And then upselling. Everybody tries to teach the guys upselling by beating them over the head, telling them to sell more. But there's a strategy and there's a process to it yeah. that's not aggressive and that's yeah. 
Well, you have to make it, it comfortable. You have to, yeah, it's that perfect thing. You have to take the fear out of it so that they actually feel good about doing it. Yeah. It doesn't seem like punishment. Yep. And that's what morning tech meeting is in a nutshell. So give up some of your status. Mm. Even if you're not going to be a morning tech meeting client, you're just listening to the podcast, which is wonderful. Give up some of your status and raise your technician status yeah. so that they do a better job for you there's, and there's your life. Plenty of status to go around. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. So back to the show. Good point, this is Larry. a Christmas series. Well done. Yes. Oh, my pleasure. I'm gonna give that one to Seth Godin. Very cool book they're reading. Um, anyway, Christmas show, Christmas stories, Christmas fun. And we're gonna relate some of the things that we did in our service business. And marketing is one of them. And I'm gonna start with that one. We're only gonna talk about business or we're gonna talk about Christmas. Christmas and business. Because you know how I feel about Christmas. I know. We're gonna get to your elf frivolity. I love Make, Christmas. <laughs> yeah. We've been Did I mentioned that before? Yeah, you like Christmas. I think that's great. Who doesn't like Christmas? All right. So anyway, Christmas is a great time to connect with other people in the community, your referral sources, your clients, because generally people are in good moods. Now is not the best time to go knocking on their door, I don't think, with the COVIDness. Nah, you know, I don't agree with that though. If you do it in a respectful way, I mean, you and I go knock on doors all the time, right? Yeah. Well, you, you know, have to be careful. Well, you have to be careful, but let, let's just talk about this Respectful is the gold. It's better. Respectful is better. This is the golden month. Everybody between Thanksgiving and New Year's is in a good mood. So that yep. gatekeeper that always gives you such a hard time, if if you, you know, respectfully knock on the door and, you know, have a little Christmas present for he or she, that's your time to, they're going to be in a better mood to be more apt to talk to you than any of the other 11 months. At least that's in what I spirit. Yeah, they're in the spirit. And it's an awesome way. Also, Ed Milet always talks about the separate, he calls this the separation season when everybody else gets lazy. So it's your time to pounce and, and yep. work double down and work harder. So go make those calls. Go, go see people. I mean, I know it's COVID. Wear a mask. Be careful be respectful but yeah if they don't want to let you in just leave it at the door and say hey dude i've i've literally knocked on the like the the pane of glass and i can see everybody inside and i hold up the bags and like smile through my mask like and i'm like i have bags for you it's a smize yeah and uh it is <laughs> and then i put them on the ground and they'll like literally come up to the glass and be like thank you thank you so much and we're talking through the glass like you're in a zoo Dude, who gives a shit? Like, I'm connecting with them. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. So, you know, how many guys would be like, well, I'm not going to go out because, you know, nobody's going to talk to me and everybody's going to be mad at me. Yeah. And, yeah, that's a very good point. So connect with people as best you can and be creative because your creativity will go far. And don't be worried about your creativity. I mean, go above and beyond. Do the Seth Godin thing. Be the purple cow that's uh, – going to stand out and you have to use judgment obviously but um yeah like one of the women on one of the boards today was saying i'm not sure how to connect with my clients with the text so i put on the text i said you know i just send a merry christmas thanks for being such a great client merry christmas have a happy new year it's something like that you don't want to sell them anything or try and pitch anything with a christmas message no. and she replied back oh thank you so much and somebody else said Oh, I do that too. And it kind of created a string. 
And then I said, don't forget, you got to do the I love yous for St. Patrick's Day. I knew you were going to work this in. So Larry. doing that. Well, it's St. Patrick's Day. It's Valentine's Day. It's St. Patrick's I'm sorry. Valentine's Day, yeah. So Larry, years ago, to our entire email list, which was tens of thousands of people, um, literally just wrote an email that said, I love you. You know, so from the water damage or the carpet guy, I love you. Like there's like almost no other explanation. I got. And I love you. Have a great Valentine's Day. Yeah, and he showed me the first time he did it, and I was like, "Dude, you're a freak!" Like we're gonna get calls with people like, "What is going on?" And we had. I got so, so many nice replies. It's so many positive replies, and people would actually look forward to you every Valentine's Day yeah. sending out the "I love you" email. Yeah, and I did it with my text too. I just go through for like an hour. Yeah, every point. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I knew when you started talking about marketing and Christmas, I knew you were going to work in the Valentine's Day thing. Well, the whole thing is you have to look for some things that other people aren't doing and being vulnerable at the same time. So most people aren't going to go to the door like you're saying and knock and drop something on the ground and say Merry Christmas, ho ho ho. <laughs> you know that's creative and it's vulnerable because you're just leaving stuff on the ground and. Yeah, they're gonna. Who knows if they're gonna take it in with their two fingers and drop into the trash? Doesn't matter. You yeah. brought it. Yeah, and you connected. It wasn't. That was your initial goal. So, anyway, make sure you make connections with people in different ways. Text and also email people. Yeah, I mean, we get a million emails. I'm gonna send ours out early this year because you know the day before Christmas, everybody's sending Merry Christmas emails. Yeah. And we're going to do well, there's that. Over. I don't want to get too far off topic, but there's that awesome book, Giftology. I don't know who the author is. Where he's basically making a point that you should get all the great gifts, like on odd times, not when Valentine's everybody Day. else is doing it. You know, because it stands out. St. Patrick's Day. Here's an amazing Earth Day gift. <laughs> hey, you know, any excuse, right? Your any half excuse, birthday. Santa. Dude, right. are we going to do a freaking Christmas show? Because you promised yeah, me a Christmas go. show. All right, so listen, let's go over uh, <laughs> let's go over stories while we were growing up, crazy things that happened. And I'm going to start. Christmas was very much standard in my house. It's nothing crazy, which is – but what happened one year that was quite interesting, my neighbor's house burnt down. Like my next-door neighbor, whoosh. So was your up. house in danger? No, and then we were a little concerned for a minute, but the firemen were calm and cool about it. I yeah, felt bad that they work on Christmas. I felt day. bad for the neighbor's house. They were losing the house. So did the whole thing burn to the ground? No, no, no. It was just, I think it was like 50% damaged. Did Santa Claus do it when he was going down the chimney? I think he got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm not so, making fun of them, but. No, no. It was just, it was a crazy, I mean, you know what? Everybody on the street came together. And there were the Manas, Mr. and Mrs. Mana was their name. And we helped them, and they had a disabled son, and we helped him, and everybody participated in, in being generous, and it was, it was a nice circumstance. So was it like in the morning, like after they had opened gifts no, and all after that? The, at the end of the night, it was the dark out. I walked out oh in the backyard, and I'm like, whoa, oh, those are flames. <laughs> how old, oh, how, how old were you? Maybe 12. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's tough. I got, one. I got one. Yours is going to be better, I hope. <laughs> yeah, my Uncle Lee. 
Uncle Lee. <laughs> Uncle Lee. Uncle Lee came over uh, Christmas Eve, and uh, my Aunt Marilyn and Uncle Lee were having some drinks with my parents, and I was probably I was probably more in the seven or eight year old range. And I was there, you know, hanging out on the floor, and you know, Did you seven, have cousins there too. Yeah, they must have been. We must have all been there. They wouldn't have come alone, right? So we're all hanging out, and uh, you know, it was common for especially my dad and Uncle Lee to have a few. You know, yeah. So it was the end of the night, and you know, Uncle <laughs> Uncle Lee got up off the couch. <laughs> he probably hadn't stood up in a while, you know. And I just remember him like he stood up and then he lost his balance and he kind of twirled around a couple times while he was kind of careening across the room and he took out the freaking Christmas tree. Oh no. And and he crashed into all the presents too. I mean, dude, oh, he went no. He went down. He went down. So did the tree come down too? Like no, literally? the tree was kind of like in the corner, so it just like smashed against the corner and then <laughs> I don't know, my dad probably propped it back up. So I remember I was pretty upset, you know, it's Christmas Eve, I was like, oh man, you know, those boxes look a little jacked up, you know, so anyway, the next morning, you know, when Santa came. <laughs> you're not worried about Uncle Lee, you're worried about your friends. No, nah, he seemed fine to me, and uh, <laughs> the next morning, I'd be opening presents, and they'd be broken, <laughs> you know, like, I'd get like some, you know, cool, like, truck you know like a truck and it, it, like the, the back end would be all crushed <laughs> like dude it wasn't like one or two presents either it was like a lot of my presents were totally jacked up yeah oh that's classic uh, yeah that's uncle lee uncle lee yeah. rest in peace yeah, well, he passed away yeah. a while ago but that was an unforgettable christmas moment classic i could definitely i can see, see it dude in my mind, just so like, were you there when it was happening? You were just oh, watching. Yeah. I was sitting on the floor. He just danced he around you. Woo. <laughs> yeah. You know when you've been drinking, yeah, and you haven't st stood up in a long time. <laughs> so, like as long as you're seated, you're good. <laughs> you stand up and you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I think that's what happened to him. Right on. Well, see, no, we didn't have my dad. Would have his share of drinks and my mom, I bet too, but I never saw them too drunk. Ours was pretty standard. My grandparents, my mom's parents would come in the morning. We'd have breakfast at my house. We'd go to my aunts, my mom's sisters, and see all my cousins. We'd spend the afternoon there and we'd go to my grandparents, my dad's parents after that. And that was probably the one thing that we did the same every year, every year. Yeah, because your family's not known for no. that. No, no, no. <laughs> They're known for every. Thing we tried different, different directions all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably the only thing. And up until high school, maybe into college. Yeah. yeah. Same exact thing, like clockwork. I remember my mom's going to listen to this. So this is a, this is a, sorry, mom, I'm, I'm <laughs> giving it up. So I was home from college and we had, you know, I grew up in one of those like New England Cape Cod homes with all the little windows. So we had white light in every window. Very pretty, you know. And my dad was home from work early. He and I were just hanging out. Like, we were just shooting the shit or whatever. My mom was, like, in menopause <laughs> during this period of time. Yeah. And she came home one day. 
How it was dark. Did you know that? Did you say, okay, listen, I'm a menopause, so be nice to me? No, just the time of life and ages, and it, just, it was That's very. Out, well, hold on, it was very out of character. The response <laughs> that she gave was extremely out of character. Okay, for, so this for is her. building to something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so again, mom, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> my mom comes home from work. She'd get home at like five twenty or so, and uh, we hadn't turned the Christmas tree lights on. We hadn't turned the white lights on. The whole thing. She walked in, and he and I are just sitting in the living room, like just doing nothing and she flipped out on us you know so, like big time <laughs> and we were just like sitting there like a couple of school kids who got caught doing something wrong you know so then i was you know you know when you're in college you're home for like a month so yeah it's quite a while my dad would come home from work and inevitably because you know we didn't see each other that much we'd hang out in the living room and talk and then all of a sudden it would be like holy shit, it's 5.15. We've got five minutes to get all these lights on and we'd be running around the house turning on all the lights. Before your mom came. My mom would pull in like one minute after we had just got everything on and it happened like over and over. And that's like, that's been a family joke like forever since then. That was hey, keep your mom happy. Exactly. That's the idea. Dude, I'm, I haven't been home for Christmas in Maine since like... 1990-something. Yeah, me too. It's been a while. Yeah. And we're in, you know, California, Utah. My parents, used to, I used to parent, my parents used to come out when they you know, were traveling, but the days passed. Right on. So, favorite Christmas movies. I like Chevy Chase Christmas Vacation. Makes me laugh every so time. What is it about that movie that moves you? He's just funny with his lights and the neighbors and the stupid family stuff. <laughs> it just stays. It just cracks me up. She hits a light switch and all the lights go on in the whole house, <laughs> lunch room, and she walks back or wherever the switch is and boom, they all go off. It just cracks me up. I haven't I seen laugh. that movie in years. Uh, what about Home Alone? Yeah, that's always good. I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, but yes. Good. We, try. we have a rotation. You have the same exact rotation every year. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, my One of my daughters and myself were all about Christmas. And then my other daughter, my wife, and my mother-in-law, they really like Christmas, but not quite, I think, to the same degree as Elka and I. So our deal is every Thanksgiving night, That's see, that's the official start of Christmas, Thanksgiving the night. Christmas season. The Christmas season. We watch Elf. We always Once, have to watch twice. It. Well, we always watch it that night, and no, we're gonna watch. We'll watch it again before the whole thing's over. But um, we can sit there as a family and pretty much mouth the words for the entire movie. I think I've seen it so many times. <laughs> I love that freaking movie, dude. I don't know what it is, but freak Will Ferrell cracks me up. It's, it's his typical character. I know, dude. It's just something about it that just—he's so funny. I mean, you know, just you see me around. I'm like using elf quotes all year round. <laughs> I know. So it's elf. You know, it's funny. Elf. Will Ferrell comes up in all the memes on your phone. You know, you can send memes. Yeah. Whatever you put in there, there's an elf something there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's eating the 
He's eating the gum off the thing on the subway yeah. or on the street in New York City. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and what did he say? What does he like to eat most? Uh, oh, what does he say? Yeah, elves like to stick to the four food goops candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls them all out of his. Yeah. And then she's, and then uh, Mary Steenburgen, whatever her name was in the movie, she's like, You really like sugar, huh? And he's like, is there sugar and syrup? She goes, yeah. And then he goes, then yes. <laughs> you know, just, and he pours it all over spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti, that's right. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so we watched that. Christmas Eve is Christmas with the Cranks. Yep. Read the book multiple times. And then uh, Christmas Day is Home Alone. Ooh, Home Alone. Yeah, that and was then, a good one. And then like Very 15 good. schmaltzy Hallmark ones in between <laughs> so hang on a second which home alone because there's like a dozen of them isn't there first one first one yeah okay the classic we'll watch home alone too but it's not as good christmas of the cranks i really enjoy that the book i read the book to denise my ex-wife she was in the hospital for something right around christmas time and i read the whole book to her it's not a big book it's a john it's a john grissom book yeah and um I laugh, and at the end, I'd cry. It's terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Well, you you cried when you gave the tickets to the elderly couple across the street. No, 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 no. When the uh, when the daughter was coming home. Oh yeah, that's you. And everybody's all excited. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a guy, this reminds me of you sometimes. I heard a guy once, older guy lives in my neighborhood. He goes, you know, I'd even cry at a grand opening of a Seven <laughs> Eleven. Like, yeah, it's Larry. Look yeah. at the Seven Eleven. Did you cry at every ribbon cutting that you were in the upper chamber? No. <laughs> so everything proud of you, man. Kids, everything for the kids. I'm like, oh, here we go again. No, <laughs> oh, dude, it's good. All right. Um, is that it? Yeah, so I hope that everybody has a great holiday. Christmas Eve, nobody wants to listen to us drone on. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's Christmas season. Hopefully you have enough business that keeps you busy through that last week. Because yeah. in the carpet cleaning, we were very, very slow. But yeah. the water damage would always keep us busy that week. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people shut down for that week. They don't want plumbers coming in, HVAC people coming in unless it's an emergency. So I hope everybody's prepared for the week. I'm sure you have if you had their business for a couple of years. You see, yeah. you know, this well, is the trend. Look. And you can go relax. Well, relax. that was going to be a point. you got to even, even if you're slow, family and, and, you know, all that, you need time to yeah. recuperate and get ready. It'll be busy again as soon as yeah. the holidays are over. And you're going to have time to catch up and do a couple of little things that you talk about that you never can get to. And, uh Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yo, ho, 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 ho. Happy, See ya. happy Festivus. Oh. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Nation podcast. For more information on what Eric and Larry do, please visit www.morningtechmeeting.com or visit us on our Facebook page, Blue Collar Consulting. Thank you and see you back here next week with another amazing episode of the Blue Collar Nation podcast.